round, round. Are you drinking wine? And I'm drinking Dr. Frickin' Pepper. I am. I'm drinking wine today. Damn, dude. I even put it in a full stem wine glass and everything. I was Look feeling at you. Good. Look at you. Yeah, I um, I figured I'd probably drink enough this weekend for the both of us. So I'm <laughs> just going to go with my Coke with or with my Dr. Pepper Zero. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we can get started and hopefully some people join us. Obviously, I know it's Monday Night Football and I know the Lady Jacks are playing, but oh, we got one. We got one on. So let's just go ahead and get started. Whoever this one is, thanks for joining us. One moment. Let's get it going. New intro. I can't help it. I, I made this the other night and I was like, I like this beat a lot. I mean, I love our other beat, but it was, it was, it was, it was repetition because like on when we do post the stuff on the podcast audio, it's the same intro like twice. And I was like, Oh yeah. I didn't realize that until I listened to it the other day. And I was like, why the heck did I do that? So anyway, I was like, let me change the, let me change the beat. Okay. All right. Well, hey, welcome to Pardon Me, Alex, the only Lumberjack basketball podcast that you can get. So <laughs> I, it's like I want to talk about this game, but at the same time, I kind of don't. But here oh, we no, are. I really don't even know if I'm ready, but yeah, here we are. I know. I don't want to relive, relive this again, but we have a job for the, you know, this is our job. This is what we have dedicated our lives to doing for the people and we just got to suck it up, I guess. We got to do it for the people. For the people, no for the people. No one else is going to give their unsolicited opinions. Yeah, but even if they did, who the hell would listen to them? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That was horrible. I, Lord, I apologize. Okay, so before we get started, we have a few uh, announcements. Um, first off, we did tailgate. <laughs> we did. If you want to call it tailgate. <laughs> Very briefly. Yeah, little uh, SFA cop came and asked us, uh, what y'all doing? We were like, tailgating. Legitimately. <laughs> he was like, Where, where's, the, where's the meat? We were like, we didn't, it's the game's at two. We didn't really have time to cook anything. Well, that that was the best question. First of all, I legitimately thought that he was going to come over and be like, hey, what are you guys doing? You can't be here drinking beer. I was ready for that fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, was my body was ready for that fight. First of I was, all. Yeah, I was getting ready. I was yeah. like, I those violence this morning so let's bring yeah it. exactly like please try to tell me why i can't be here please try to tell me that i can't drink my beer prior to this game because i will have words like do you want me to call the other actual cops and not parking in traffic let's 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 first have that discussion secondly um as soon as he said what are y'all doing tailgating i was like yeah i'm sitting exactly. at my tailgate with exactly. a beer Putting two and two together, that's kind of what we're doing. You nincompoop. Anywho, so we did tailgate. Um, we started at around noonish, and uh, at first I was the only schmo there, and I just kind of sat there and popped my lid or my lid, my trunk open, and just sat on my sat in my car on, on the back of my trunk and my <laughs> and just sat there and drank to myself for about twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, and then everybody else showed up, which was fine. But we did, we tailgated. Yeah, we, you know, then Matt showed up with his flags and then um, 
his poor car. He, he was having some car issues. Hopefully it's fixed now. I don't know. Matt, please give yeah. us an update. Yeah, give us an update on your car issues. Bless. I know. It's like he had the music on for two minutes during tailgate and then the car totally just died. Anyway, but anyway. And he played music on his car every other time we've done it. So literally, I don't understand. Um, and then uh, then the Kennedy showed up and then Chakia and then Tammy, just some other people. But FYI, guys, if we ever do this again, which I'm guaranteeing we will, Anybody can come if anybody can come if you want to come and hang out and chill and drink and hang out with us before a game. Let's do it. Let's go. BYOB. What are y'all doing? Hmm? Definitely not coming to the basketball game. So, yeah, definitely not that. I don't know what they were doing, but they were not doing that. Yeah, don't worry. I have plenty to say about that. Plenty to say about I said a lot of it on Twitter, but I have plenty to say about Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, then our next little announcement is. Happy birthday to Brandy. We told her. Happy, in person, but We did tell her in person, but happy birthday to Brandy. We, um, what is Brandy? Do we know? I can't remember Brandy's official title, but it is Brandy's. It was Brandy's birthday uh, yesterday or this weekend. Technically. Yeah. yeah. She's like assistant director, assistant athletic director, court, something, something, something. Yeah. I want to say it's like, Assistant athletic director over engagement or something. It's like over development or something like that. I can't remember. Anyway, it was her birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a couple quick shout outs. Literally, it happened maybe like 20 minutes ago. Uh, SFA women's basketball is playing right now at the moment. And I mean, really, the only reason why we're not there is A, because I get off really late on Mondays um, from work. And then B, we plan to do this tonight because didn't do yesterday. Um, and so Stephanie Vischer, she just became the 33rd player in Lady Jack history to score a thousand career points. And literally this happened maybe like 20 minutes ago. So that's amazing. Congrats to Stephanie. Congrats. Cheers, Stephanie. Cheers to Stephanie. Cheers. Yes. Um, so congrats to her. And then the other small little tidbit of information prior to, you know, us getting started on the actual basketball stuff is uh, SFA basketball or SFA basketball, for the love of God. SFA football, uh, they came out today with a few polls. We've actually been added to a few polls uh, today since we won on Saturday against UCA. Woo! Uh, so they put us in the uh, FCS Coaches Bowl at number 22. So we're back up into the top 25 in the FCS Coaches Bowl, which is really nice. Love to see that. Hard work pays off. And then uh, in the FCS uh, trim, trim virus poll, I I always say that freaking word wrong. I don't Triumvirate. know why. Triumvirate. Triumvirate. Yeah, sure. That sounds probably better than what I said. Jacqueline's way better at pronouncing words than I am. And I'm the speech teacher. Riddle me that. I don't know. Anyway, so. Anyway, so they put us at number 21 in that poll. So again, shout out to SFA. Football, shout out to SFA women's basketball. Uh, hopefully they get the dub tonight. I'm, I have no no doubt that they will. They're playing. Um, who the hell are they playing tonight? It was just, I, um, it just popped up on my feed. I'm not, let me, let me check real fast. I forget who they, it started at 6.30. And literally I was still driving home from work at 6.30. So. My ESPN has not been giving me my updates as it should. So, well, to be fair, your internet sucks anyway. Uh, Southeastern Missouri State. Thank you. I knew it was South something. I just couldn't. And now my internet's, um, I swear, our internet just doesn't like us today. But anyway, all right. So let's get started talking about 
basketball. Jacqueline, take it away. All right. So that was the first time that we played South Dakota State University. So there is no matchup history for me to give you. Um, but a little bit of background info on South Dakota State is they are a public land grant research university in Brookings, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. uh, they were founded in 1881, and they are the state's largest and most comprehensive university and the oldest continually operating university in South Dakota. So if you live in South Dakota, this is probably where you're going to school. Um, their undergrad enrollment is about 9,300, so it's, or that was in 2018, 2019. So, I mean, by now it could be a little more, but a little less than SFA. Uh, last season, they were 16-7 and seven overall, 9-3 and three in their conference, which is the Summit League. Um, their big win for last season, what, like against a big school, um, was they beat Iowa State. Uh, Alex, make your little point on them because I, I think a lot of people don't know. Oh, yeah. No, don't worry. I got you. So I don't think people understand how good of a team South Dakota is. Uh, let me just break this down for you. First, well, first of all, first of all, even before this game yesterday, they're a good team. Good shooter. I mean, their their main. We talked about this in the last podcast. Their their main guy. Their big their big star. Baylor. Um, he he was number number three, I believe. Um, yeah, he's really 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 good. Like really good. They are picked to win the Summit League this year. They've been to the uh, NCAA tournament literally five or six times within the last five or six years. Like they're good. Another point to make, another point to make, again, I don't think a lot of people realize this, is that they are currently sitting at number 10. They are literally number 10 in the college, mid, uh, in the mid-major, mid-major, I can't talk, mid-major college insider rankings. Like, they are number 10. So, we played a number 10 team yesterday. I can't even remember what day it is. Yesterday. We played them yesterday. Yeah. Can't remember. I'm trying to block it out of my head. Um, they're a good team. They are a good shooting team, as we saw. And let's just be honest, we were not ready to play them third game of the year. Straight up. We were. Um, we and for a little bit. We'll talk more about this. But, I mean, we held we held on for – and we clawed our way back, and we, we held on for a little bit. But at the end of the day, we just weren't ready. So. No. And just – I mean, just to echo what you said, yeah, they – they are a really good team. Um, I mean, we knew that from all the preseason stuff, but then, I mean, when you watch them play, like you said, they're, they have excellent shooters. They move really well on offense, pass really well. You can tell they've been really well coached. Um, they returned all of their five starters okay. from yeah. the last season. Literally, the entire starting core is the same five dudes, and then the majority of the people on the bench are the same dudes from the bench, too. Yeah. Like, look at our bench. 95% of them are new dudes. Yeah, they haven't had much shakeup. But, uh, yeah, literally last uh, last night after the game, uh, John Alvin, my dad's little bestie, texts me, of course, in all caps, like always. Always. Uh, you saw some real basketball today. I forgot to text back. So he calls me today. Did you not you get my text yesterday? I'm like, Wait, what did you text me? I don't even remember because I was just, I was like not, I was not wanting folks on anything. But uh, yeah, he was just talking about how good they were. I mean, we haven't, we haven't played an opponent that strong in a while. Like that's, Ooh. that's like an Ooh. NCAA tournament game that we just played yesterday. 100%. 100%. 
100%. And at the third game of the year, we always struggle in the beginning of the year. I don't care who the hell we're playing. I mean, we struggled against a D freaking D3 team. And then, you know, uh, uh, what was the other one? Who did we play? I can't remember now. I'm blanking who the hell we played already, too. LSU Alexandria. Thank you. LSU Alexandria and freaking uh, Mary Arden Baylor. I mean, to be fair, I, I did tell this to Jacqueline, and I mean, this is just my opinion. I mean, I do think that if we would have played like we played against Mary Harden Baylor and LSU Alexandria, we would have lost by a lot more. I do, I, I do think we had shining moments, but then yeah. it fell apart. So, um, and you know, right. Dad agreed with you too because whenever I got home after the game yesterday, he said, you know, that we we looked a whole lot better than we did the first two games today. Richard yeah. agreed. Yes, me and Richard. Yes. Okay. Good. See, if Richard was, said it, I feel better about my comment. Because I was like, eh, I mean, I feel like we look. But you're right. We, I mean, I'm just. I was being very critical because, and we'll we'll get more into it. But I, I just. Yeah. It was tough to stomach because I felt like we had every opportunity to win that game and could oh. have won that game, and we did. So it's oh. hard to say. I think we did well, but we did. We did. We did well. We looked we good. Did. We did. We, we there were again. There were like I said. We'll talk more about this in a second. We there were moments of good basketball. We played good basketball, and we held on for the majority of the game. It's just we started losing steam, messing up more than we already were, and yeah. really just fell apart in the last five six minutes. And we weren't the only ones to have that opinion. A lot of people that were there all said pretty much the same thing. Um, majority of the people that were at the game, those that were, again, all kind of felt the same way. Uh, it is interesting to note, though, what, two interesting things that just came across my ESPN. One is that the Lady Jacks are absolutely manhandling uh, the Red Hawks right now, 41 to 25. <laughs> And it's only going to get worse from here. It's halftime. It's halftime. Stephanie Fisher has 13 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. She got a double-double in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, she can just sit down at this point like she's done. She's done. You might as well just sit her. Um, What can you do? That's wild. Um, And then the other interesting note is, is that, okay, so remember, what did I say? South Dakota State was a top 10. They are number 10 team in the freaking mid-major poll, right? Guess what? We're playing the number five current, currently number five team in December, Liberty. We are playing. This is a hard schedule this year. Hard schedule. Early on, non-conference hard schedule. Liberty, South Dakota State, Kansas, I mean, we have some really hard games this year, non-conference, and, I mean, they're going to be a challenge, all of them. Yeah, and so, I mean, I will say, even though we we weren't completely ready to win that game yesterday, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that Keller scheduled it because oh, we, yeah. we, we need some of these leading up to these bigger games, and I, I think that the games in the Cancun Agreed. Challenge will be against similar similarly skilled opponents, so that'll be good, too. I agree. And then the game on Friday we have coming up, Middle Tennessee, same thing. Same thing. So is that one of the first Cancun games or no? Yeah, I believe they're starting on on uh on campus games first. Yeah. And then yeah, so we're playing Middle Tennessee and that's part of Cancun Challenge. Yeah. Um anyway, so let's get into the game itself. So general notes of note, uh starters, same as before, 
Gavin, David, Rati, Calvin, and Jalen. Jacqueline's right. There are so many I's and N's in this in our lineup. Calvin, Jalen, David. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> Literally, Calvin, Jalen, Gavin, David, Rati. Every single one of them have I's in it or an N in it or an I and an N. And it's it sometimes it can it can definitely be a tongue twister. Um, so the score 83 71 for the, like I said, for the majority of the game, we were hanging in there. I mean, maybe up one point down a couple points, this hat, what have you. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't not, how do I put this? It was an easily winnable game. If we would have just continued the, the pattern that we were at, or at least it would have been a closer game. I guess we could have said that. Um, and yeah. it, I feel like every time we made a run, we then ended up like letting them come right back and offset yeah. what we yes. achieved. So oh, completely, like completely. You know, if, if we wouldn't have given up so many fracking turnovers and if we would have made our fricking free throws, maybe yesterday would have turned out differently. Um, again, a lot of things go wrong and it just kind of is a, is a domino effect. And unfortunately, that's how it goes. Uh, attendance apparently was 1878. Again, calling BS on that. I don't know how the hell they they scan that. I mean, I, I, one day I literally just want to count every single person that physically is sitting in that in that coliseum to see exactly how many people are there. Well, I, we're going to be at the doors with little clicker counters. Seriously, Ser- seriously. And again, I don't I don't mean to say this to like you know to to make it seem like. Wally and all the crew are doing their jobs or whatever, or they're reporting wrong numbers, but like, it just doesn't seem like that many people. It doesn't, it doesn't. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Considering how many people that place can fill, it doesn't seem like it, but it could be, we just maybe are bad at counting. I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just so personally affected by there not being people that were just so disheartened that we're like, I'm literally just going to wear my glasses like this. This is what it looks like. Literally. Okay. Why are they doing that? Why are they so crooked, bro? I don't know. That's my fault for buying cheap ass glasses, but I buy them because I'm so rough with them. I thought those were, are those some of your Warby Parker ones? No. Oh, I no. thought, okay. No, no. I buy cheap glasses because I'm an absolute train wreck and scratch them and yes. Sean, you've made it. Yes. And we do have your questions. So we'll address. Yeah, don't worry. We'll we'll address those. Um, And then the last thing of note before we get into the standings and stats is that Jules wasn't dressed out. And we still aren't sure why. I don't know if Jacqueline ever got an answer. Um, Okay. Yeah. So no idea why Jules was dressed out. It's either one or two things. He's in trouble. Or he's in trouble. (laughs) One of those two. Joel, we always got the sauce, babe. We always got the sauce. And I would like to note, Joel, that your U of H girls got absolutely whooped on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, my tongue is all like wine stained. Wine stained tongue. It's okay. All right. So let's uh, quickly go over the standings real fast. Um, I know. I know. We were doing good. I told you we should have screenshotted whenever we were first in the league at that moment. That would have been a wonderful moment. But uh, the, there's only a few teams. There's only four teams that are uh, 2-0, haven't lost a single game yet. California Baptist, Chicago State, shockingly. Uh, <laughs> nobody's. I know. I know. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, so really, honestly, I'm not mad about it. Uh, they've played nobody. Chicago State, Grand Canyon, uh, New Mexico State, Seattle U is two and one along with us and Dixie State one and one Lamar one and one um, Sam Houston one and one Rio, UT Rio Grande one and one Utah Valley one and one and then the two teams that have not won a single game yet are Abilene Christian and Tarleton. So that is where we are at. And I don't know who the hell Abilene Christian has played. Uh, okay. So they played the Utes lost by 20 ish. And then they played, Oh God, they played AM. That's right. And they lost by one. Oh, and two overtimes. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Oh, I saw that. That was rough. That was rough. Sorry, Abilene Christian. So close. So close in double overtime, no less. I feel like they could have. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I really thought they had a good chance of being them. So I bet yeah. I bet it was just home court advantage, which. We'll oh, sure. because we don't seem to have that anymore. We don't have that anymore. We used to, for God's sakes, we used to have a freaking sawmill buzzing, babe. Um, and then Tarleton, I, they played uh, Central Christian. Uh, and they won, but that's not part of the standings, apparently. So it's not counting. And then they played. Oh, 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 that's right. That's right. They played uh, um, Stanford and lost by 12. And then they played Kansas. I forgot they were playing Kansas. Oh, yeah. Charleston played Kansas. How'd they do? That, yeah. Okay. Uh, 88-62. Not terrible, but. We, oh, we at least need to do better than that. We at least need to do better okay. than that. All right, hold on. I need to catch up on the comments here. Uh, there are some bright spots on our team. We just need to find the core for where to start. Good depth. Just need to stay start strong and far as we can. Yeah, not wrong. Not wrong. It's kind of a recurring. QH rules always get spanked, but hey, whatever. Hey, don't downplay what we just did the other night. I mean, dominated, dominated. Future Southland Power Chicago State puts them. <laughs> I tell you what, I, the Rev is not not backing down from that narrative. He is. You are one hundred percent sure that they're going to this. You're cracking me up. Have they said where they're going yet? What have they said where they're going? I don't think so. I, if they did, I missed it. But I, to my knowledge, they have I not said. They already know they're leaving. It seems like they would know where they're going. <laughs> like, how do you? <laughs> Say you're leaving a conference if you don't know where you're going yet. It's like, and they very well may have said or posted. I just haven't seen it. Um, maybe Rev knows and he can tell us. Okay, yeah, tell us because I feel like that's being like, I'm moving where I don't know, but I'm moving. I mean, I feel like that's like a total like a what? What is that like? It's like a um, it's like a total like emo emo moment. It's like, man, I'm leaving. I'm moving. I'm moving out of this state. Well, where are you going? I don't know, but I just got to get out of here. I just got to leave. This weird, weird moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go, go ahead. On, I'm going to go right into Sean Kennedy's stat section. So yeah, he'll us with those stats. Some of our stats weren't as bad as I thought they would be, honestly. So I, I have to agree with that. Um, okay. I feel like from the outside looking in, we were just after the game so, like, angry because we could have won that game. We thought we just played, like, absolute shit. But I really, I, I think it was just, we were just clouded to the fact that, I mean, yeah, the stats weren't 
great, but they weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. No, they weren't. And I, I do think I'll, I'll go into it more in depth on some specific ones, but I, I think it was mostly the fact that I feel like when we messed up were the moments that we like actually had the opportunity to just grab the game and run with it. And we right. messed up. And so then they seemed so much more severe, you know? So it seemed like like 10 mistakes when it was like one really ill-timed mistake. I agree. Uh, um, real quick before you go into the stats, Cat fans has a, has a very quick comment. I saw something pop up, but I didn't have time to read it. What, what does he have to say? <clears throat> he says... Was it confusing to cheer for the Jacks versus the Jacks while sitting next to Jacks? <laughs> you know what, though? I will say, they didn't wear their jerseys. It said Jacks on them, so I was happy. Oh, I would have been so mad. They still wore their jerseys that said Jack Rabbits. And, like, as Shakia pointed out before the game, really, when you're the opposing team, you're supposed to be wearing the jersey that says your, your school name. If you're the home team, you wear the jersey that says your mascot. This is a very good point. This is a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Good point. If you're the away team, you should be wearing the jersey with the name of your school so people know who you are. Anyways, whatever. But at least I didn't say Jax. So there's that. Okay. Um, okay, so our field goal percentage is 42.6. Um, our three-point percentage was 34.8. Our free throw percentage was shit. It was 50. Mm-hmm. No doubt there. No doubt. Um, points in the paint, we weren't that far off the normal mark. We had 36. Uh, we had 21 points off turnovers. <clears throat> we had 12 second chance points. We only had two fast break points. Uh, 19 bench points. We had 34 rebounds of which 17 were offensive and 15 were defensive, which I think the last, I think most of the time our defensive rebounds are better than our offensive boards. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of surprising. Um, When I saw that, I was, I was very shocked that our defensive boards went down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We had 17 fouls. We only had 16 turnovers. That's the best we've done so far. It felt like there were so many turnovers. It felt like there were over 20. And that's what I'm saying. Like when I saw that stat specifically, I was like, what? Only 16 turnovers? They had 18. They had at least 30, dude. They had more turnovers than us. It was literally, it was just the fact that every time that we turned the ball over was literally the worst moment to turn the ball over because we had just like made a comeback or gotten a lead or pulled it close or something, and then we would throw the ball away and it would kill our momentum and give them the opportunity to stretch the lead back out. So they felt way, way more serious than just yeah. your yeah. average turnover. So I think that's why we felt like we had something, because literally I was like, I don't even want to know. Agreed. Yeah. I was shook when I read that stat yeah. line. I, I was shocked to read. I honestly thought we were going to have at least thirty. I mean, it, it just felt like there was a turnover at every turn. You know, turnover. It just felt like you know there was a ton. But I, every time we finally climbed that ladder, it's like mm-hmm. over, and it just took the wind right out of our sails, and we were. Or, or you know, we made some really good passes, and like we were passing the ball really well in the paint, and then then all of a sudden just made one bad pass into the paint. And it turned the ball over. And I was like, what are we doing? That's why it felt like a lot. Matt, yes. Five turnovers in a two-minute span at the end of the – yes. 
that's why it felt like that we too. had that. that too. Yeah. Um, so like I said, they had 18 turnovers. Um, we mm -hmm. had 10 steals. We really had a lot of steals. Yeah, we did. They only had four. We sold the ball way more than they did. Um, four blocks. Let's see. They they only had one block. So again, I, I I felt like they blocked the ball so much more. Man, was I what game was I watching? I'm telling you, it's just because it was like at the most crucial moments that we effed up. So it felt like way this more. This game could have went so much differently. Like so so differently. Holy moly. Holy yeah. moly. Okay. Continue. Um, all right. So our game leaders, um, again, this is the second one of the season. Gavin with a double-double. Um, well, he's good. Yeah. He had 23 points, 13 rebounds. That is insane. That's an insane amount of rebounds. He, um, that's probably the most he's had in a long time. Three assists, two blocks, two steals. He had every single stat line. Um, David also played awesome. David and Latrell were tied for the second number of points. Mm -hmm. um, David had 12 points, eight assists. He almost got a double-double off of assists. That's pretty incredible. Um, one steal. And then Latrell had almost all stat lines except for blocks. If he would have had a yeah. block, he would have had every he had 12 points, three rebounds, one assist, three steals. And by the way, he was 50% from the three-point line. Yes, he was. I, I I saw that, and I kind of figured he was pretty close to 50. He – Trell is yeah. my dude. Man. I love Day-Day. I'm all about Day-Day, but Trell is my dude. Like He is he is really showing us something, and I, I'm going to segue right into the feats of strength of that after the game. Dad was like – I, I see now why we recruited him. I see. I see oh, it. Like, 100%. Because, and I, I could tell the first game when he took multiple three-pointers but missed, I was like, if he's still shooting them, he, he knows that he can make them. And if Keller's mm -hmm. not losing his mind, he knows that he can make them. So, yeah. I was like, we're just going to have to wait for it. Um, but, Agreed. yeah, he's, he's a pretty darn good three-point shooter. He um, was this is gonna come out wrong? But man, he was stroking those threes. Stroke. I mean, just. I mean, his his release is just smooth as silk. And I mean, there was no he, he didn't rim it if net nothing but net every single time. I mean, very very nice. He's uh, he is a good three point shooter. I would love love if him and David can really just feed off of each other with the threes and just start. And like that it started happening. It started happening a little bit during the game. David started hitting those threes. And I was like, here we go. You know, cause when David gets on fire with the threes, when he starts, you know, getting in a rhythm, he can knock them down too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let me see what note did I have on David? Okay. So Dave and David did, did make two threes in a row in the second half. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Great defense. Uh, he had several reverse layups that I was just like, he did. Uh, that's some pretty stuff. That's right? that transition ball defense that I was. I made a note about. I was like, we had some really, really and this is what I'm saying. We played a lot better. It just doesn't feel like it because yeah. we we lost. But I mean, excuse me, that was the Dr Pepper. Um, we had some really good plays, especially in transition ball. You know, when we got out in front of a turnover. You know, those reverse layups. Uh, you know, there, I can't remember who had like a nice dunk. Maybe Gavin. Or Calvin, 
Um, okay, Nana had a massive dunk, and then immediately the next possession sunk a three. His only three yes. game. That yes, it was it was the Nana dunk. I was like, oh, and I'm still very proud of him with these threes. I, I mean, I don't remember him shooting many threes last season. This is why I'm so flabbergasted. Feel like he made maybe one or two, but I think even Charlie made more than he did. Right. Yes. If I remember correctly. I, could I would wrong. have to go back. Would have to go back and fact check the stats. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. You know what? The thing I'll say about about Nana is he doesn't shoot the three often, but damn it, every time he does, he makes it. Mm -hmm. In the three games so far, every three that he's taken, he's made. Mm-hmm. 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 It might only be one or two a game, but he's gonna make them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say though, yes, our free throw percentage was shit. It was 50%. We didn't have a lot. That's true. We, you know what I mean? We, we only had Ten. free throws. Uh, 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a lot compared to, and they, and they were 10 out of 16. So they only had 16. You know what I mean? Like we, there weren't that many fouls, but it felt like, the fouls that did occur happened again at really crucial moments in the game. Um, and a lot of, a lot of the fouls weren't like shooting fouls either. And I, that's, that was another thing. There right. were, there were a lot of fouls. They just weren't shooting fouls. There was a lot of really dumb and coach Keller mentioned it in his, in his post game presser. He was not, not, not pleased with the officiating at all. How many missed travels? Yeah, I was about to say, I really wasn't super pleased either because I feel like they traveled a lot. And Especially at number three. I feel like they were giving him a lot of leeway, like 25 steps. They were doing a lot of those like cut and pass. Yeah. And kind of taking a few steps before they passed it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. do that. You can't, but they let him. So now <laughs> apparently, apparently yesterday they could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was only allowed for yesterday, apparently. Uh, and it was only allowed if your if your full if your full name was was Jack Rabbits and not the Jacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so that was that was fun. Another feat of strength that I would like to mention is that the Roaring Buzzsaw band was back yesterday. Thank you, Jesus, because if we don't have students in the stands, at least we got the damn buzzsaws. And we had we had three of our like clutch pieces that we need yesterday. We had the band back, mm -hmm. we had the programs, mm -hmm. and we had the stat scoreboard. Working. The snack scorebot was back. That too. We had a lot of the things back. The only thing we didn't have back in the stands were any sort of fans called students. Yeah. Who care? Um, so yeah, the bus saws were back, which was nice. I I just want to, I mean, I, you can't change my mind on this. I honestly think that I don't, and I don't think you'll disagree. And no, I don't think many people will, but the environment that having a pet band there versus when they're not is completely different. It is completely different. You can just, it, it just creates a, a college basketball environment that cannot be beaten. And if you don't have, if you don't have a band there, a pep band, man. And, and plus I love, I love our LMB. I love our band because not only, they're not just bumps on logs, man. You know, they actually, yeah, they, they actually show up and play. And then they also hit that razzle dazzle. Like they also talk shit. And we need that because if there's not going to be any students, at least we got the students who are in the band. Agreed, Rev. Need the band at every home game. Girls, guys, need them there. 
I hate when they're not there. It irks me. It almost, I almost feel like during during the the games that they can't be there, like during break, we need to call up like an alumni band or something. Be like, let's go, or like the local high school band or something. Somebody, somebody, you know, because it's weird not having a band there. Just playing music on the on the thing ain't gonna do much for me, babe. It's just not. Um, also, shout out to John Treadway again for for our beer funds. Shout out to you. You're supporting us and our broke assness by buying us beer. You didn't come by our tailgate. Nothing. Didn't come by the tailgate. Pretty sure I waved at you in the stands when we were walking to the stands and you looked at me like I was a crazy person. Unless it wasn't you. <laughs> possible. I've had multiple. Maybe they did think you were a crazy person. Who knows? That's possible. Yeah. We need the rebirth of the hecklers, but I think the students would feel attacked. And that's, you know what? Agreed. I hecklers need to make a comeback, but who knows? People may get triggered by hecklers. Even just students attending would be more satisfactory. Than- I think. I think what was talked about last night on Twitter um, was a bunch of bunch of the the oldies, all of us hecklers, um, making a comeback game, having a reunion game, and actually going and sitting over where the students sit and going crazy and old school with it. I'm in. I'm for it. I'll do it. I'm down. Let's go, baby. Tell me twice. Hell no. Let's go. I mean, we used to go absolute ape shit when we were students. So, I mean, I mean, we do the same thing now and we're not even students, but I mean, could you imagine? Um, I love this too. Real quick. Um, David, I, I, I freaking love Vince Walsh because he tweeted this. There was a post that was put up on Twitter um, and it was like a video of David hitting one of his threes. And literally Vince Walsh goes, you mean David cackle threes? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Oh my God. Vince always has some good one-liners. So I, I had to make a note of that. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, if you didn't see this, Jacqueline, um, there was a bunch of back and forth. Your phone was probably blowing up last night. There was a lot of back and forth on our Twitter and a bunch of uh, New Mexico fans. Shout out if you're listening. But um, one of them, I can't remember. It's like New Mexico Aggie or whatever his name, or Aggie fanatic. He thought that we were students for a minute. And he called us students. And I was like, that's fine. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if he was being facetious or not, though, since we were talking shit about students not being there. And him saying like, "Oh, ha ha, were y'all the only two students at the game?" You know what I mean? No, I know. I, I don't know. That's the only he was just being for real, but we'll take it. I'll, as I'm saying, I don't care if he's being facetious or not. Like, I'll take it if if you thought we looked like students. Shout out to you. Love that. How old we were, but sh- I mean, shout out to you. Yeah, uh, Dustin said, "Don't shout that guy out." Well, okay. I mean, he called us. He would uh, whatever. What whatever, Dustin. Whatever. Whatever. I think he was just trying to stir up. Oh, I know he was stirring the pot. I don't know. He was doing it right back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he really thought we looked like shit. I think he was just trying to stir up banter. Um, he didn't say we looked like shit. He said we looked like students. No, whenever he said, isn't he the one who tweeted? Oh, so the, yes, that SVA basketball looked like shit. Why, why did we invite them to the WAC? What does it matter? You're leaving in two years anyway. Even if we were shit, why is it your fault? Why is it your problem? Yeah. Uh, he was just trying to search it up. Oh, that he for sure was. Oh, he for sure was. Oh, uh, by the way, he did like our our feed, so he may be listening. So, 
What up, bro? <laughs> and if you did think we look like students, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Confidence boost yet again. Appreciate it. Um, uh, let's see what else <laughs> I have. Uh, okay, Day had some real. Well, I'll take a moment for Day. He had some really nice offensive rebounds and putbacks yesterday. That was amazing. Um, we already said Gavin, you know, took a had a great game, but um, he played some really great defense and took a really great charge again. Only won this game though. I think last game he took like three. Um, yeah, y'all know how I love some pick and roll action, and Gavin we'll loves some pick and roll action. Had like a textbook beautiful, beautifully executed pick and roll that made me very very happy. Um, um Luca. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for the. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, I, I was I was getting it ready. So I let's uh, let's move on to our other our other half of or the uh, I guess the opposite of the feats of strength. Um, yet again, of course, we call this the one moment. Ends with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about it. You, you. Jacqueline. Okay. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll leave a few. But um okay, so like like I already said, we just had so many opportunities to win that game. Like I think that's what was so disheartening about it. Cause it's just lots of small errors that added up. And like we said, it felt like we made so many more turnovers and whatever than we really did, just because they were all at very crucial moments. But they were. They were. But we had so many, it was all just like simple stuff. Like we had we had multiple back doors where like people would switch and not call the switch. And so then their man would end up just cutting straight back door because the other guy didn't know to pick him up, um, which is just communication failure. Uh, we had really easy missed shots. We had missed second chance shots. We had shot clock violations. I think we only actually had one, but there were like three or four other ones where we literally just like aired up a complete shit shot on the buzzer and either the, the, uh, the other team got the rebound or it, whatever, like it, what it didn't go down as a shot clock violation, but we didn't have any more opportunity. Um, we didn't block out good again. Again, we had the shitty law passes. And listen, if you can't do law passes against Mary Harden Baylor, when we're playing a team that literally everyone on the court is 6'6 six, six and up, your shitty ass law passes are not going to cut it. Because mm -mm. those dudes just reached right up there and grabbed them. And that was that. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's that one. Um, really, in the first half, like our shots just weren't falling. Like we, we were. Mm -hmm running good offense. We were making good moves. We were taking really good shots. They just were not falling. Like Jalen was making some great moves and his mm -hmm. shots just weren't falling. Uh, Rati and David, their outside shots weren't falling the first half. Um, like they just weren't going in. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Gavin had a great game and this isn't a huge grievance because obviously he was high point with 23 points or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it's, this is more of it comes out of a good point because there was one point during the game where you and I looked at each other and we were like, where he literally just straight took it to the bucket and scored. And yes. we were like, why can't he do that every time? 
every and time. The thing, literally, he does so much better when he just simply takes the ball to the bucket. When he yes. tries to do like too much, when you're out there trying to do the most, like it just doesn't work. There was one where, like, whenever I was watching it back, even the announcer was like, "Well, that was a wild attempt," and I'm like, "Why are you trying to do all that? Like, literally, you're a linebacker." Just take it up. I don't understand. Because you're most likely going to get fouled. Like, because you you are a linebacker, bro. I mean, just go up with it. Because people are these these tiny tiny dudes are trying to block you, and they're gonna mess up. But it's like I was sitting there. I was thinking about it today while I was uh, running this morning, listening to my music, and I'm like, it was literally the Lil Wayne lyric. It's so simple that it's complicated. Mm-hmm. He just makes the shit too complicated. Like, just take it up. Mm-hmm. Take it straight up. Please. That's all we asked for. And he did it. He did it. And we did look at each other. I was like, Jacqueline, why can't he do that every time? Why can't he do it every time? I don't understand it. Like, he makes it harder on himself. Anyway, that, that's my only small grievance with that. And then my, then my last my last, last note is, like you said, the last five minutes when we started to fall apart. Wow. When I watched it back, I called the time of death was Four minutes and 43 seconds left. You can literally see me on the front row do. Surrender, Cobra. I'm like, this is it. If we don't turn it around, this possession, we're dead. That's it. Dead in the water. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. The, I think, again, why this loss is bitter in my mouth is because of the horror. Not only were there was there one backdoor cut, not only was there two backdoor, there were multiple, like multiple backdoor cuts. At some point, at some point, you would think it's someone would say, Hey guys, don't forget, you gotta guard the basket too. Like or call call when you switch with someone. Something. Some something. The, the shot clock violations. Had me hot. Because yet again, not only was there one, there were multiple shot clock violations. This is fundamental small mistake shit that leads to bigger mistakes. You know what I mean? Like the dumb, dumb stuff that shouldn't happen because we're a collegiate team in a premier mid-major program and we are having multiple shot clock violations. And it's from one of the guys who's been on the team the longest. Yeah. What the frick are you doing? He was one of the ones that had the majority shot clock violations. Well, one of the back doors was his man. Correct. He switched. And you gotta wake up. You gotta have freaking heads up basketball. Period. End of story. You know, like you're super, like, what are you doing? Pay attention. You know that you have a clock. You gotta, you gotta pay attention and you gotta communicate with your team. Like, come on, man. That that that's just extremely frustrating. Literally said, kill me now, rest in peace, pissed off. Um, all right. So the big grievance of the night for me, not only is obviously yes, we lost, but the bigger grievance is the absolute abysmal, piss poor attendance from just from SFA fans in general. Uh students included are the are the most egregious offenders in this, but in general, the SFA fan turnout not only for men's, but also women's basketball has been egregious and abysmal. And I demand, I demand a change. And I'm not the only person that's demanding a change. 
if Kyle Keller gets on a post-game interview and physically, verbally says that he is disappointed in the turnout at the games, he never says stuff like that, ever. He's always singing the fans' praises, always. And the fact that he actually said that is so aggravating for for me and, and for as, and Jacqueline and the rest of us hardcore fans. I am. I don't even know what to. Say. I don't even know the word to describe this. I well, am so disappointed. And it was a big opponent. And the thing is, like we've said, if people want to keep on about, oh, why aren't we the like Gonzaga of? the Southland or now the WAC or whatever. And why, why don't big teams come play us? Because when they do, we don't even have 2000 fans. Like if we can't, there's no environment. There's no environment. The loudest people at the freaking game are myself, Jacqueline, Chauncey Keller and granny nanny over there dancing and singing. And my mom up in the very top of the rafters, you know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't be the loudest people in that. The, there, there should be hundreds, hundreds of students there on a Sunday. You cannot, you cannot sit there and can't try to convince me that because it was a Sunday that nobody could go. You are flat out making the dumbest excuse I've ever heard in my life. Because it was a Sunday, that's a day for rest and relaxation. You're right. It sure as shit is, but it is a Sunday in Nacogdoches with a two o'clock game. You can take two hours, two, two hours out of your day, two hours. It started at two, was literally over at four, four oh five, two hours out of your day to come and watch. We're a big opponent again. Like we're sitting here. I'm saying we're just the general populate of fans begging for bigger opponents. And then we get a really good team in here and nobody comes. I don't, I don't know what the solution is. If there is a solution, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't get it. I mean, what else does Kyle Keller and company and staff have to do for people to show up to these games? Like sell their soul to the freaking devil? Do, I mean, do they need to give out thousands of dollars every single football, basketball home game for people to show up? Like, what is the secret sauce here? I don't understand. Like, where did we go wrong somewhere along the line where these students and just people in general just don't feel like coming anymore. And if you're complaining that it's the price of the tickets, when I tell you that also irritates me, like I get it, it can be pricey. Totally understand if you have like a family of four or five, it it may get pricey, I get it. Should there be a cheaper like $5 game of day of option? Maybe, don't know if that's the solution. But here's my thing, Jacqueline and I, are single women with literally barely one. I mean, we have one income plus a little bit and we have season tickets. If we can afford to come to this shit, anybody can. Well, and even more so than that, here's the thing. They don't cost that much money, but what what you want to do, you will pay for. Because I promise anyone who says that that amount is too much money spends that amount on something else that they don't need. Yeah. Starbucks. Whatever you want to do, yeah. you will do. People probably spend more than that in a month on cigarettes and stuff that they don't need. But that's cigarettes, vape, beer, alcohol. You will spend money on what you want to spend it on. So just say that you don't. It's not that crucial to you to come, and you don't want to come. Don't say that you can't afford it. 
Yeah, just be honest. Just be honest with it. Be like, oh, I can't afford that. No, it's like, okay, you can't afford it. You just say best, and that's why you're not coming. Just say that you don't want to come. Like, just say, because listen, not every, we're all adults here. You can do whatever you want to do. No one has to be forced to come to the game. No. But like, just say, not that into coming. Don't, don't come up with every other excuse in the book, because that is just so annoying to me. It's that's not that they're too expensive. Exactly. Investing on your Sunday. No, no, no. You just are, you just are too lazy to get off your couch and come to the game. It's because you don't want to go because you don't feel like going. I'm so, you know what? If I literally, I love my couch. I don't want to leave my couch either, but guess what? I do because not only did I spend the money on the tickets, but also because I want to support the team. It's not about me. It's it's because I want to support the team straight up. I I drove to NAC twice last week. And I really could have laid and I had to get up early to get up and shut on a Sunday morning when I, you know, that's like my one day to sleep in. Cause y'all know I get up every other day of the week early to run. I got up early, got ready, drove an hour and a half to come for my third trip of the week because I wanted to be there. And because I wanted to do it, I did it. So if you want to come, you will come. If you want to go, you will make the funds available to pay for it. You will just say you don't want to come. If just you don't, you don't come, you know. And again, the students were like, "Well, we have classes or we have tests and da 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 da." Okay, I'm sorry. Back up. There are there are twelve thousand students, approximately, at SFA currently. Yes, some are online only, and they're not physically at SFA. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but you mean to tell me that the total number of students that we can get in the purple haze section is? 10, 15? That's what annoyed me about the excuses coming from people who were involved literally in the student association Mm -hmm. that is delegated to having fans at athletic events because, and I'm not saying that's their only cause, so don't y'all at me for that, but that is one of their causes is to have your prime objections to have attendance at athletic events. And so listen, if you're one of the college students who doesn't really care about basketball or doesn't want to come to the game or whatever, then maybe don't join the association that is responsible for having student representation and support at athletic events. So if that's what you're joining and that's what your cause and your charge is, don't get online and say, oh, well, that's a day of rest or we're tired, whatever. Why'd you join in the first place? Why'd you join? When I, was, when I was a student, did I have tests I needed to study for? Yeah. Did I have things I needed to do? Yeah. Did I want to sleep in and nap? Yeah. But guess what? I didn't. I made time. It's called time management. I teach that in school. It's called time management. It's easy to do. You do all your shit before the big game. You do all your stuff before the game starts. I mean, they're there. Raul, I feel that comment, couch comment, but the game was more fun than my couch even if we lost out of boy. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's very frustrating and you have to understand where this is coming from. This is coming from a urge or an urgent request to do better, to just do better. I don't know what we have to do as alumni and what Ryan and the, the athletic directors and, and everybody in the staff needs to do in order to increase this attendance. I don't, again, I don't know what the secret sauce recipe is in order for this to be better, but I think that just the culture of students and 
very much some of the adults that we have nowadays, they are just lazy and they don't want to walk the 20 feet from their dorm to go to a free game where you can drink beer on a Sunday. On a Sunday. It's just, it's, it's just absolutely asinine to me. If that was available to me as a college student and it was minus the beer part, if that, if the beer was there as a student, man, oh man. Like what better things are going on on a Sunday? And then having this excuse about, you know, oh, well, Thursdays and the Tuesday game, you know, we have class and we have jobs. You're right. But all 12,000 of you? Surely not. Like, oh, we have stuff to study for. I'm like, you're right. You do study before you go. Have a nice two hour break. You don't you can't study all night, babe. There's no way you need to have a break. Take the two hour break. Come to the game. Then go back to studying. It's not like these games are over at midnight. The, those students aren't studying all day Sunday. I don't know who yeah. they think they're lying to. We they're lying to their damn self. Well, give me a break. I was not spending my whole entire Sunday studying. Don't lie to us. We know. And this is coming from a college professor and someone who's taught in college as well. Give me a fucking break. Nate's studying on Sunday. Don't lie to me. Give me, give me a break. Babe. Not all day. No, no, no. And then real quick. And then real quickly. Last little, you're doing your crap the night before it's due. Exactly. Kiss my ass. Like 30 minutes before it has to be submitted. I know because I have y'all trying to hit me up on social media after you've been locked out of the assignment. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that, continually get the t-shirt. Um, last little comment on this grievance before we move on to the, uh, the end of the, of the podcast here and talk about comments and other things is on the flip side of this. If you attend a game and you sit there like a bump on a log and read a book, read anything, come to the game and sit there and get irritated at people who are actually cheering. Don't come. I'd rather, I'd rather the seat be freaking empty than you sit there. I'm serious. I'd rather there be literally no one in that seat then you sit there and and get irritated or not do anything. Yeah, don't don't come sit in the first two rows if you're gonna sit there on your iPad reading or playing games or get irritated that it's too loud. Too loud. You're you're at a college basketball game and you're upset that it's too loud near you. Why are you there? Why are you there? If, 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 if the lady sitting in front of me gave me one more side glance for yelling and cheering defense and smacking the chair in front of me to create noise and one more little side glance, I was going to lose my mind. And that is why we moved up into the first row. A, because there was nobody sitting there and B, because I couldn't take it anymore. I'm sorry. Like, even if I wasn't doing a basketball podcast and talking about basketball, I would still be yelling and cheering and cheering on my team and trying to urge them and support them as they were fighting and clawing to try and catch up to the freaking jackrabbits. Excuse the shit out of me for cheering for my team. I'm so sorry. You're right. I just need to sit back, zip my mouth and not say a word like they were. You're so right. And Keller even said in his post game, whenever he referenced the attendance that we really needed the home court advantage and we needed 
we needed it. We needed all the time we needed that support. So, I mean, I know I was honestly thinking about playing his post game video. Cause yeah, you know, we need, we need to figure out how I'm sure it's not hard how to insert little videos because that would be good sometimes, but we well, can I, show, I can play it right now. We can show the link for it. Or do you want to play it? I could play it right now. Yeah. I want to play it. Cause I think it's, I think it's important for, for people to hear what he says in his yeah. post, especially if you didn't watch it. Let let me play his his post game real fast because I think it's it's very 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 important to hear how frustrated this man was. Let me let me go back here. And this is just a little clip of it. Right? Uh, well, it, it's I, I'd have to find where he. Hold on, let me. Yeah, I thought it was a, a, a horrible, but besides the last six minutes of the game, five minutes of the game, take away that and the last three minutes of the first half, I thought it was a, a, I was really, we learned a lot about our team. Um, I thought we competed, except, you know, we didn't execute or play really well down the stretch of both halves. Um, and we saw a really good South Dakota State team that's worthy of, of, you know, obviously they're one of the top 50 programs, teams in the in, in college basketball. And, and uh, you know, it's sad that, that, you know, we had we didn't get a better turnout today because that's the best team I think that's probably been in here maybe ever, to be honest with you, except yeah. maybe some of the early 90s or 80s, uh, some of the local teams were coming in here uh, playing SFA that that I know of. I mean, because that's a, it's an NCAA tournament team and, I don't know when a better team has been in here. Not to get 2,000 fans in here is no, – I hate that because we needed a home court advantage today. It's disappointing to me. Needed it. And, and again, what do we need to do short of bribing these kids to come? Or just anybody. Like, what do we need to do? Please, someone tell us. Tell, tell Ryan. Tell us something. I don't know got to figure it out. I mean, again, I don't know what else we have to do in order for this to get better. I don't know, but let's talk. Let's go. Game summary. One word to describe the entire game analysis. Jacqueline, you want to go first? Sure. And I just now threw this in there because I was having trouble earlier, but I, f- I feel like I used this word the most whenever I was explaining my feeling on the game it was just disheartening. Because again, like we said, that I mean, that really was the best game we've played thus far. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. that about their performance. It was just the fact that we literally had so many chances and could have won that game, but did not did not deliver. So it was just right. kind of a womp 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 moment. Yeah, um, I agree. My word. I was. I was honestly. I was stumped to. I was I was honestly using a thesaurus trying to figure out what to say. Um, so I, I looked up a, a synonym for disappointing because I was like, it wasn't necessarily full on disappointing, but it was a way in a way disappointing. So I put regrettable. I, I feel like there's a lot of regrets that we as a team, I say we as in them, they probably have. I mean, they the game needed to be played. A, glad it was scheduled. B, 100%. 100%. We needed that challenge. I wish we would have had a better showing for them. I regret that for them. I wish that um, 
that the team had, you know, they were more prepared for the game. It was just regrettable in, in, in numerous different ways. I, I, I want that one back. <laughs> if we could play them again, say February. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, I think it would be a whole different ball game. You know, I, I feel like I want I, I can't wait to see what Friday's is going to be like, because again, I don't know much about middle Tennessee and I have to do a little bit of, pregame research and prep on them as well. But I have a feeling that Friday is going to go one or two ways. We're going to bounce back hardcore because they're going to have some really good film to watch versus South Dakota state. Um, I guess we'll just see how practice goes this week and see what, what they work on. But I, I, I have a feeling it's, they're going to have a little bit of a fire under their belt, realizing that they could have beat that team and that they have talent and that they are good and they just need us clean up some things here and there. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like they're going to regret not winning that game um, down the line because they could have easily won that game. So um, that's why I threw in regrettable. Um, okay, so there were a few fan comments that people had posted on social media prior to us going live. So I think Jacqueline had those somewhere. Um, I do, well, yeah. So first, I actually pulled up because Raul just just now sent us one so I'll, I'll do his first okay um, go ahead. Part, part of this is similar to uh sean's i believe but he says based solely off of this last game which starter do you bench which bench player do you start and who is the game mvp um i'll start with the easiest one first i think we both agree the gaven was the game mvp there mm-hmm. um, i mean mm-hmm. that's, that's easy uh again i'm always gonna have my small like critiques of him but Listen, as of right now, he's he's putting up the most points and pulling down the most rebounds. So mm-hmm. you can't argue with that. It's just simple math. I don't I don't disagree with that. I will say if you want to do like sixth sixth man off the bench, Latrell. Let's, let's and he played he played so well on Sunday. Um, but he had twenty six minutes. That was more than Jalen. So he played more than Jalen. That's a lot. Um, a lot of minutes. So I'll give another interesting little I, – I don't necessarily think that I would bench any of the starters because, um, I mean, I, I think for right now we have a great starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there are a lot of other guys who deserve to have equal minutes, but I don't know that I would mix up the starting lineup. However, oh. I, I do think Latrell deserves all the playing time he's getting, maybe and some. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, an interesting kind of thought that my dad gave is he was like, I almost – he was like, I almost wish that Keller would start Nana instead of Calvin, but maybe not necessarily start him instead of Calvin, but just, he was like, I just would love to see him get more minutes because, but the trade-off is this. And so, I mean, this explains like Keller's method for starting Calvin. Calvin is a lot better defensively. Uh, mm-hmm. But Nana can come in and hit a three, you know, mm-hmm. hit any three he takes. So, um, he's a better outside scorer, and there there are some some points because I think. Let me just go ahead and segue that into into Sean's comment because I, I want to say you said something about um, about shooting. Well, now of course it's refreshed. It was on Twitter, right? Yeah, I'm on there. It's just okay. Who do you think the starting five should be? I mean, I, I think we're happy with our starting five. Um, 
already talked about the attendance. We don't, we don't know how to fix it. Um, and Dennis responded to that and said, there's no fix for attendance with students these days. Maybe they'll wake up in February during the conference stretch run. I agree with that. Um, I think at the beginning, it's just hard to get a lot of them interested. And then, you know, once we get into conference and are really making waves, they're like, oh, we are really good. Maybe I should go watch a game. Um, but you would think that our past successes would drive that attendance in the beginning. You I would mean, think, but I. It's like they forgot we beat Duke two years ago. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, God bless. Uh, never forget. Um, no, no, definitely needs more minutes. He changed the tempo when we started coming back. Good point. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't disagree with my dad. He, he does need some more minutes because. I mean, he only had uh, seven minutes. Yeah. Seven minutes total. And that's not enough time. You're right. That's not enough time. I mean, if we want to give some of Calvin's 29 minutes to Nana or hell, even some of Rati's 36 minutes for God's sakes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's not a good enough, I feel like, though, too, you know, it just depends mm -hmm. on who we're playing. Yeah, to come in and score, though, for sure, because uh, so then other comment from Sean was hot take. We don't seem to have any consistent three point shooter and we need to try to fix that ASAP. We, we've talked we've talked. I feel like I have talked this to death anyway. Um, and, you know, I mean, the thing is, yeah, we have we have several players on our team who can shoot good three pointers, but we don't have anyone who that is their strongest point. So it is it is tough. Um, it is. Maybe Latrell can get to that. I mean, that's what I'm hoping. He's a good three shooter and he's pretty consistent. You know what I mean? Like after maybe one or two, he then he starts really. Maybe he can be that guy for us in the future. I don't, that would be great. I would be ecstatic. It would be great. But again, I just, I, I feel like the the way that Keller likes to play, which it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm simply just saying this is the way it is. Uh, his style is much more defensive minded. Mm -hmm. So to get the players that he wants to run defense the way that he wants, you're not, you're not, you're going to be hard pressed to find a player that fits his mold. That is their strongest point is three point shooting. Yeah. It just, yeah. Does, it just doesn't go together. Um, so. Yeah. And I don't think he recruits with that in mind either, you know, recruits with more guys who, you know, play D or, you know, like I don't, as opposed to, again, like we have to think of, like Underwood's recruiting style and like Keller's is completely different. The same as their coaching style is. And I mean, a lot of people are like, well, why can't we get guys like, you know, Thomas walk up? Well, he wasn't a three point shooter. I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, and walk up was a uh, Casper's recruit. So. Exactly. So, I mean, I, yeah. Anyway, there's, there's a lot of counterpoints to that too. So it's yeah. just, you know, yeah. We'll go down a rabbit hole if we go there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. So I, I think I think we have a few guys who are stepping up on the threes. You know, Rati and David have their have their hot moments. Um, mm -hmm. Lana rarely takes them, but when he does, he makes them. Mm -hmm. uh, and Latrell's increasingly getting better every game um, with the three percentage. Yeah. So we shall see. Uh, Dennis's last question was, "What kind of impact will Hawkins have when he returns?" Um, I, I think a good one, and Keller mentioned that in part of his post game as well. He did. He did. Um, hopefully, he'll be back soon. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, 
I can't remember if in his poster, his post game presser, if he mentioned timetable. I don't think he did, but so. yeah, I don't, I don't think he did. But I mean, from what Nigel like verbally said to us, the other game was a few weeks. Don't know if that's accurate coming from him, but I mean, that's what he kind of alluded to. So it's very possible that he may not be available this non-conference, but maybe like starting in January. You know what I mean? Because by the time a few weeks is up, it's going to be Christmas break and there's only a few games like in December, towards the end of December, you know, so there would really be no point bringing them back. There's That's my thing. I wanted to say this to him, but I didn't want to also, but I didn't at the same time. I'm like, well, at the same time, I don't want to bring you back too soon. And then like you re-injure yourself and then you're really yeah. out for a long time. Yeah, we, we've been there, done that. Um, well, yeah. Also reminds me, in addition to Jules not dressing out, Russell wasn't on the bench and we don't know where Russell was. So Russell. Yeah, Russell, donde esta? Where were you? I know. Russell, question mark. You know, uh, you know, it's it's just it's going to be an interesting season. I'm I have every faith in the world that they're going to figure it out and clean up some of the mistakes, some of the small issues that I feel like just are continuous, even carryovers from last season um, with the same with the same guys. And so it's it's just also you have to think about a couple of things. Not only do we play a really good team, but we also have literally all new coaches except for Keller. I mean completely different coaching styles. So some of these guys who were here under Keller, that's yeah, great. But then they also have three new coaches who are also telling them things they need to do that are maybe completely different from what they learned the past couple of years. I mean, we have to take a lot of these things into consideration. It's game three. It's game three. Did we want to win? Yes. Should we have won? Yes. Or at least got closer? Yes. But it's game three. It's, it's game three of the season. There's still a lot of basketball left. You know, we're not, we're, we're, we're not at the bottom of the pack. You know, there's still some teams that haven't even won a game. There's still some teams that are playing absolute nobodies. Um, and so they're going to be winning those games. Let, let's just pump the damn brakes here for people that are freaking out and calling us shit on Twitter. Let's just calm down. It's not that serious, babe. Let's just calm down. Are we upset? Are we mad? Are we disappointed? Yes, but we're letting it all out here. And once we're done here, it's done. It's over with. We move on. Moving on to the next game. On to the next, right? On to the next, which brings us to the next game. Obviously, coming up this week on a Friday, we just we have a lot of games coming up. Uh, Friday versus Middle Tennessee, 6.30 p.m. over in the Sawmill. Uh, like I said earlier, don't know much about Middle Tennessee as a team and what their previous, you know, um, previous seasons have been like. And I have to do a little bit of looking up, a little bit of a pregame um, scouting report, so to speak. So we'll have to we'll have to check them out and see what potentially is uh, waiting for us on Friday. But again, again, Friday, 630 Middle Tennessee you can't come to the game in person for God's sakes, at least watch it and cheer for them. But we would love, it's a Friday. It's a Friday at six 30. Come to the game. You can't say it's a school night. That's out. How many more excuses can we get? Or will we get on your Sunday rest day? It's Friday. That all y'all students are going to be going to the bar on Friday night. So come to the game from six 30 to eight 30. Then go eat you some dinner and then go to the bar. 
pregame, the pregame, pregame at Lumberjack Basketball, drink some beer, then go to the bar. I mean, you know you don't go to the bar until 10 o'clock, 10.30 anyway. So game's at 6.30, it'll be over by 8.30. Then you can go and have your jollies at the bar. That's what we do. It can be done. It can be done. It can be done. All right. Uh, as we wrap things up here, again, don't forget to uh, – oh, yeah, don't forget to buy a My Plates. Very important. Classic win-win. You get the sweet plate to show off your SFA pride, and the athletic teams get about 50% of the purchase price. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's those sweet-looking purple plates that are on people's cars on Jacqueline and Ice car. Um, they are beautiful. If you're tired of seeing UT and a and plates all over the place on the road, then pretty simple solution here, buy an SFA MyPlate. Um, there are one-year, three-year, five-year terms and different price points. You can get background only. You can get personalization. Um, the plain white Texas plates are pretty boring. Obviously, you want to be Stephen F. Awesome and get a purple plate and be a proud lumberjack. SFA Athletics takes in almost $250 from your purchase when you buy a five-year personalized plate. Um, every type level, one-year, three-year, five-year, background only, personalized only, every level, doesn't matter what it is, SFA Athletics gets a some portion of that. So, again, an easy way to support athletics. If you can't do anything else, get a my plate. Why not? They're pretty. They're a great gift idea. Um and I got mine one year for Christmas. It was a great gift. I was not expecting it. My dad just went online and just doodly doodly do, and then surprised me with plates. I was like, this is awesome. This is great. Had them for a year and then renewed them and kept renewing them until I changed cars and then didn't have it for a while. And now I got them back again. So highly recommend getting an SFA My Plate either for yourself or for a family or friend for Christmas great Christmas gift. I mean, what else can you get the lumberjack who has everything? Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great gift idea. We love ours. We really like it. highly recommend, highly recommend. Hold on. I got a friggin'. Okay. You leave that message from cat fans. <laughs> of course. So should we call Johnson Coliseum, the library iPod book reading spot? We should. Does that include your Johnson Coliseum too? Because <laughs> those games or what? I mean, I mean, you are William R. Johnson South, so just saying, just saying, yep. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Monday night, I know obviously some people are probably watching the Lady Jack game. Fingers crossed, haven't checked the score recently, but I'm sure we're still whooping that ass. Um, let me pull up the score as we're ending up here. Um, 83 to 58 with only <laughs> Jesus, Pete. Hey. About <laughs> 25 points with less than a minute left. Y'all, Arizona is beating Texas Southern right now at halftime, 48-15. I'm sorry. Bro, okay, sorry. One more. One more. Women's uh, women's NIT preseason. Uh, NC State beat Towson 100-52. College basketball is wild. Wild. Wait, when did, when did they play? 
Oh, that must have been women. Okay. I was like, how did that, is that possible? All right, guys. Hope you have a wonderful Monday night. We will see you guys again on Friday. Hopefully you'll be at the game. Um, 6.30, be at the sawmill. Don't meet us there. Beat us there. I, I dare you to beat us there. Um, hope everybody has a fantastic week at work or in school. And please show up. That's, I mean, if, mm, please show up. All we ask, please. Have a good day, night, week, and always remember to axum jacks. Without some jacks, axum, axum. Oh 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 oh.